0: Welcome back to another episode of Q-Tips, the special feature from the Video Store Junkies podcast, where we recommend you, yes you, six or eight, or I think I guess today six because it's only three of us, but we recommend a couple of things every single week to watch on streaming. And this week we're going to recommend for the weekend of August 6th, 2021. And let's start with Renee and see what she thinks we should be watching this weekend.
1: Oh man, oh man. Well, I managed to pull off a theme at the last minute. And my theme is, you're not my real dad. <laughs> <laughs> so my first movie is actually kind of funny. It would, have been, it would have been good if Bill was here, but he's not. It's fine. It is a horror movie. It's from 1977. And it was directed by Mario Bava. I didn't realize it was directed by Mar- Mario Bava and actually until today when I was pulling up the information on this movie. Oh, goodness. Um, it is called Shock. And it is available on Shutter, Tubi, and also on the Roku channel. Um, if you mu- if you can't find it under Shock, I believe it's also referred to as Behind the Door. Well, Behind um, the
2: Door Three.
1: Oh, Behind the Door Three. Oh, wow. Yeah,
2: Behind the Door Three.
1: Good Lord. So there's apparently that some other crazy. behind the doors I need to check out. Oh, that
2: are completely unrelated. Yeah.
1: Oh, perfect. All right. Great.
2: Well, maybe it's behind the door too, but it is, it's not it's the, good old,
0: the good old Italian titling system.
1: No joke. No joke. Oh my gosh. So there's a woman who she moves back into her old house with her new husband. So it's a, that part's a little confusing, but follow me here. She, so they move into this house and Her uh, ex-husband is, well, I shouldn't say ex-husband. Her recently deceased husband, uh, she lived in the house with him, and she was pregnant at the time. So basically now it's her son and her her new husband. Um, So they're living in this house. Things kind of go a little bit weird. You know, she's kind of having a bit of a mental breakdown with her husband passing away and she's just having some just weird things in the house happening like is, she, is it haunted or what's going on her son starts acting kind of goofy which you know at first it's okay well he lost his dad you know well i don't know how old he was at the time i don't even know if he was born at the time that is neither here nor there you'll figure it out um so things just get a little bit bonkers and she starts to maybe think the boy is possessed and uh It gets, it has kind of a cool ending, and I thought it was pretty fun to watch. It's, you know, you get to watch a little kid be just kind of bizarre during the movie, and that was kind of enjoyable because he wasn't annoying. He was just weird. So, yeah, again, the movie was shock. It is available on Shudder, Tubi, and the Roku channel. And I will pass it, I'll pass it back to Zach. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> and anyway, before
2: you do, I just want to throw in. Uh, so it was Beyond the Door Two, which was unrelated, because oh. Beyond the Door Three is also unrelated, and that one's known as a, a Muck Train or Death Train. So, um, yeah, the Beyond the Door movies have no relation to each other.
0: But. Oh well, that's a great segue to my first pick, uh, Death Train, because uh, I want to talk about a couple of a couple of things. I want to talk about. I want to talk about global warming. I want to cl- talk about class inequality. Uh, No, I'm not suggesting that you turn on the evening news and watch that, Uh, you probably should not do that. No, I'm actually suggesting that you watch uh, uh, Bong Joon-ho's 2013 Snowpiercer, which is about, uh, well, the last remnants of humanity on a train that is circling the globe uh, perpetually because the rest of the world is frozen after a failed attempt to stop global warming, and the people in the tail of the train well, let's just say that they are not treated so well, and they uh, eventually, that well, they they periodically try to revolt, but this time, of course, they have Captain America, so, uh, I mean, Chris Evans. So, uh, they succeed, and they start making their way up through the train, and, well, I, I don't want to spoil too much, but it's about what happens as they are going through the train in their attempt to get to the engine. And it's got some great actors, uh, Chris Evans, like I said. It's also got John Hurt, uh, Tilda Tilda Swinton, Jamie Bell, Octavia Spencer, and Song Kang Ho. So this is Bong Joon Ho's, I believe, his first English film. If you're not familiar with his name, he would go on to direct the Academy Award-winning *Parasite*. And this is actually I I don't know, a, a, a film that tackles some uh, similar themes. I think you could say so. Uh, it's a fun kind of science fiction, futuristic, apocalyptic. Uh, film it is currently playing on netflix and pluto tv and there's also a new uh i guess not new i guess it came out last year but there's also a uh, television show uh that's kind of based on the movie and i've actually only watched a couple episodes of it it seems pretty good so far that is on hbo max i can't vouch for the entire series but it uh speaking of uh italian horror films it does have jennifer connelly in it and i will watch pretty much anything with Jennifer Connelly in it. So, I'll probably keep watching that as well. But uh yeah, start with a start with a movie that is on Netflix now. So, I guess I will throw it over to Paul for his first selection.
2: Very cool. Well, I, I want to second both of your guys picks. Um Shock is really pretty pretty great and so is uh so so is um Snowpiercer. So, I forgot that they had a series. I hadn't watched that yet. Um so mine are oops, Paul's got to pull this out his butt really quick. So, it's <laughs> My my theme is fear and chaos. And my first film is The Wages of Fear from 1953. It's a French film, uh, Le Saurier de la Peur. My French is terrible. Um, and I actually first watched this in French class, um, I think, in college. Um, it's currently playing on HBO Max, um, uh, the Criterion Channel, and Canopy. So The Wages of Fear stars uh, Yves, Mont- Yves Montand, and uh, it basically takes place in South America, and there's a group of uh, down on the luck guys have to basically get hired to haul truckloads of nitroglycerin along a very dangerous road. And you might go, "Wait, this sounds really familiar to..." Um I think it was 1977's uh, Sorcerer by William Friedkin because that's a remake of this, which is, that's also a fantastic film, but that's not showing on streaming as far as I know. So, um, yeah, it is an amazing, let's put it this way, it's both of those films actually are, are they're, they're existential action films. There's only a small handful of those. Um, I think Runaway Train would be another one that I would classify as existential action films. Uh, just amazing, amazing film. Uh, I was blown away by it when I saw it in college um, and it still holds up. So again, that's The Wages of Fear um, and it is on HBO Max, uh, Criterion Channel, and Canopy. And so I will pass that over to Renee.
1: My second pick for You're Not My Real Dad is a psychological horror and it is The Stepfather starring Terry O'Quinn, Jill... Sholen, I apologize, I probably mispronounced that, and Shelly Hack is available on Shudder, Tubi, Canopy, Voodoo, Roku, AMC+, and I think there's a couple other I didn't mention. So this movie opens pretty much to like an active crime scene as uh, you will find Mr. O'Quinn kind of cleaning himself up and and getting ready to uh, roll out after he has uh, murdered a, uh, what appears to be, a family, uh imp- rather heavily implied. So, you know, he he's just trying to find a nice family that, you know, he can just fit in with and and people that just do that just do what he wants. That's all you have to do is you just have to to follow his rules and and do what he wants and everything will be fine. But you know, he just can't find a family that wants to go along with that. So it's a, uh, it's a fun movie. Um, I would recommend it, uh, obviously. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think Terry O'Quinn is so great in this. And he was just the perfect casting because he's one of those guys that, you know, put some hair and a beard on him. And it and I was just honestly like, oh, that's him? Oh, Oh, okay. And then, you know, he's just a very versatile actor and a very versatile looking actor. Um, yeah, so again, The Stepfather, it is available on Shudder, Tubi, Canopy, Voodoo, Roku, AMC+. Check it out. And I'll pass this over to Zach.
0: Well, speaking of Terry Quinn, as I did last week when I recommended Lost, uh, and at which time I also said that I was going to recommend some long-running TV series in case you are going to be inside for the foreseeable future like I myself am well, I actually have another show that he doesn't star in, but he made several appearances in, and that is a little show that you may be familiar with called The X Files. Now, I watched The X Files uh, when I was a, you know younger when it was originally airing, and rewatching it now, I am actually kind of floored by how well it has held up. It's obviously got the uh, I guess mythos. I, I don't know exactly what they call them. I think they're like mythos episodes, but it's basically the the. Uh, running storyline, and then they also have the standalone episodes. And I gotta say, I'm I'm really surprised by the first five or six seasons are so strong, and the writing is so good. And yeah, so I I think it's rewatching it now. It's obvious why the show was so successful, and it's obvious why it was kind of such a huge kind of pop culture uh, phenomenon. It was one of those rare science fiction shows that kind of managed to have an impact beyond just people who, you know, watch science fiction so- shows. So now we'll say there are, oh God, I think it's 11 seasons plus two movies and the uh, the show does kind of take a turn at one point. So basically uh, they, they originally shot the show in Canada and there's this weird shift where they moved it to LA and somehow the show, I don't know, it just doesn't feel the same and it just... I think it was also when the show was kind of getting big. actually, I think they moved it to LA because the stars were getting big. I think David Duchovny mm-hmm. wanted to be near his uh, wife who he eventually divorced anyway. So whatever, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but no, um, uh, which t- uh, Tia, if you're out there, uh, I actually don't know if you ever got remarried, but if you didn't uh, give me a call, I'm I'm free. Um, but yeah. Uh, so, so I don't know. There is a shift, but I would say that the first, I think it was the first five or six seasons are still really really quality television, and there are obviously a lot of episodes that you can watch. And if you're not in the mood to sit down and actually watch like 11 seasons of TV, I am actually going to do something at the end of this uh, the end of this episode. If you don't, if you're not the sort of person who listens to the end, I always recap all the things that we talked about. I'm actually going to give you a little uh, a little handpicked selection of episodes that you can start with. And if you like uh, those episodes, you can go back and watch the entire series. So. Stay tuned for that if you want a couple of highlights from uh, from some of my favorite seasons. And uh, yeah, Terry O'Quinn, he's in at least one episode. He would also show up on Millennium, which was the kind of darker uh, sideshow to the X-Files. And then he's also, he has a very small but uh, very pivotal role in the X-Files movie, which I would also recommend. It's actually a very good movie on its own, but I don't think it's streaming anywhere right now. And that is the first movie, the second movie I actually haven't seen, i don't think it's supposed to be very good. But anyways, uh, yeah, so The X-Files is my pick. That is currently streaming. You can get all 11 seasons on Hulu right now. So, Paul, I will throw this over to you for our final recommendation for this week. Well,
2: cool. Well, a- after uh, rambling on about um The Wages of Fear, I decided to uh, change my, my second pick <laughs> mid-track. Yep, I'm actually switching to Runaway Train. So my theme is existential action films. This is one worth seeking out this is an absolutely amazing film um it's from 1985 it's currently playing on MaxGo, not each not hbo max go which is Cinemax's one
0: uh ah. direct
2: and um and spectrum tv um but you could you can probably find it i'm sure you can find uh other places as well it is it stars uh john voight eric roberts and Re- rebecca dornay uh, Eric Roberts and John Voight are escaped prisoners they find themselves on a train in like a snowstorm and uh the conductor i believe is dead i can't remember the specifics and Rebecca De Mornay is a um is a railroad worker and this is kind of interesting cuz this is shortly after she had shown up in um she was in uh, risky business and she she had you know people were like oh she plays these sex pots well here very much just a down dirty character not a she's rough and and it's it's really great it was such a real change for her and it showed her range amazing film it's actually based on an unproduced screenplay written by akira kurosawa so if that's not enough for you again i can't i cannot tell you how good this film is it, it, it cannot stress how good it is so it's runaway train again it part of it also fits the my my um, mom my stepfather had the eric roberts rule if Eric Roberts is in a film and you don't recognize anybody else in the film, it's going to be pretty much garbage. If Eric Roberts is in a film and you recognize other actors in it, it's going to be amazing. And this, I mean, runaway train, like again, it's a, it's an existential action film is the best way I can say it. Um highly recommend it. And uh, then I'll pass it to you, Zach, for closing, I guess.
0: Uh, well, now I'm kind of stuck on this Eric Roberts rule because my, immediate i mean god yeah just off the top of my head i actually can't think of a movie that violates that rule so i think we need to do an entire episode just just picking (laughs) apart the eric roberts rule and seeing if we can find exceptions because (laughs) uh yeah it's pretty good that's interesting i like it i'm gonna adopt that for for the uh for the pod so anytime if we ever talk about a movie with eric roberts we'll we'll see if it uh if it if it actually follows the rule or not anyways um, yeah, I think that's it for this week. So normally we have a, a song to go out on and I don't have anything in this week. Uh, I don't know if Renee or Paul have anything. You guys, anything? I, anything? Got nothing. I, got I, nothing. I mean, there,
2: my sister wrote a song called Runaway Train ages ago, but, you know, I don't think you could find it anywhere. So <laughs> um, I, it I think you crazy. You know, I'm insane. I've been acting, I've been acting like a runaway train, like a runaway train. That's all I part of remember it. It, it uses
0: kazoos occasionally, too. So this is not an, a real song that I can actually cut in. Um, probably do not. you
1: royalties
2: for this?
0: Totally, yeah. Totally no, but useless. my mom would smile if she heard me sing it.
2: Well, Aww. your mom's
0: you know, probably listening, so uh, hello. Thank you for listening, Paul's mom. Hi, and Carol. We, we, all, we are running short on time, so uh, let's just, do you want to go off uh, uh, out with the old classic, Paul? Yeah, sure, sure. Um,
2: Amsterdam, Amsterdam. The town is Amsterdam. Amsterdam, Amsterdam. You, staple, oh. answer my tweets. This town <laughs> is
0: Amsterdam. And as always, here's a recap of all the movies we recommended for the weekend of August 6th, 2021. Renee recommended Shock, currently playing on Shudder, Tubi, and Roku. And The Stepfather, currently available on Shudder, Tubi, Roku, Canopy, and Voodoo. Paul recommended Runaway Train, which is currently on Cinemax, DirecTV, and Spectrum On Demand. And The Wages of Fear, currently playing on HBO Max, the Criterion Channel, and Canopy. And I recommended Snowpiercer, which is currently available on Netflix and the Pluto TV Channel. And The X-Files, which is currently available on Hulu. And if you do want to check out The X-Files, but you don't want to watch all 200-something episodes, here's a quick episode guide to get you started. For Season 1, you may want to check out, well, the first episode, which is the pilot. kind of sets the tone for the entire series. And also, Episode 3, Squeeze, and Episode 21, Tombs. Those are kind of a two-parter. And Episode 13, Beyond the Sea. Which, side note, if you're a big fan of The Exorcist 3. Uh, This episode kind of serves as a good companion piece to that. Uh, That's all I'll say. In season 2, you might want to check out episode 2, The Host, episode 10, Red Museum, episode 20, Humbug, and episode 24, Our Town. And in season 3, episode 3, DPO, episode 4, Clyde Bruckman's Final Response, episode 12, War of the Copperphages, episode 17, Pusher, episode 20, Jose Chung's From Outer Space and episode 23 wet fired and i could probably get into a lot of other episodes but i realize that's already a lot so hey watch those and if you like them maybe check out the rest of the series